HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Union Beer. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. I'm Dave Arnold, host of Cooking Issues. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, hello, Heritage Radio Network listeners. I am sitting in the backyard of Roberta's Pizza in a shipping container getting ready to talk to some folks, and that means it's time for Tech Bites, the weekly radio show where we talk about the intersection of technology and food. And that technology is not so much kitchen tech like sous vide and immersion circulators. It's web, digital, and app tech. The first thing I like to do is introduce everyone in the studio so we can match the names to the voices. Today, the part of Jack Inslee, engineer, will be played by the amazing Liz Smith. Why, hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? It's always a pleasure to have you. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be here and to be put on the spot. I, I love it. <laughs> I we it. like group participation on Tech Bytes. <laughs> Absolutely. So what do you got for me? The, well... The reason why we have Liz as our special guest engineer today is Jack Inslee is today sitting in the official guest seat. Ooh. What up? It's weird. It's very strange being here. I don't think I've ever heard an engineer in my headphones either. Like, I don't think that's ever happened. Hello, Jack. Yeah, this is bizarre. So that's what I sound like, I guess. This is exciting. You're going to come 360 on your Tech yeah, Bytes experience. Exactly. Wonderful. Thanks and- for having me. We're so glad you could make it out to the shipping container and cross that line. It was a long commute, but I made it here. Break that fourth wall. Yep. And sitting next to him is Nico Desero. Yes. Is that how you say it? Yes, I should have it. asked you before. Desero. No, it's perfect. You said it just right. And he's, uh, he's Jack's unindicted co-conspirator for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm way the devil on the shoulder. Exactly. The way we start off each episode of Tech Bites is like a great meal with an appetizer, and we go around the room, and everybody throws out an app that they love or are interested in. So, Liz, let's kick it off with you. You usually have something interesting for us. Well, this week, I've started getting back into playing guitar more regularly. I'm a musician at heart, but uh, I have recently rediscovered what is called the Ultimate Guitar Tab app so basically this is a library of i think over like 
150,000 guitar tabs. So songs that are written out with lyrics and have the guitar tablature or chords associated with them. So you think of a song... Like Freebird or Smoke on the Water? Especially those songs. (laughs) But you think of any song practically, you use their app, call it up, and there you have it. You can sit around a campfire and bless all your friends with a rousing rendition of Smoke on the Water. Maybe we can get you to do some acoustic intros and outros later for the show. That is an amazing idea. (laughs) (laughs) Nico, do you have an app that you like or are interested in right now? Uh, I have two. I recently downloaded uh, Invoice to Go. It's in the process of downloading right now, just because I'm... uh, Wow, real-time app experience. Real-time app experience. I was uh, referred to it by my brother, who recommended it to me. He he uses it often, and as I need to send out invoices a lot for my life but an, an application that i use a lot is actually the team koban application <laughs> explain um, to everyone what team koban is uh, and why you need the app team koban is a very amazing muay thai camp that's in manhattan uh midtown it's on 36th street between fifth and madison and uh it's an application for me to sign into classes that i uh, visit often and uh I enjoy. It's uh, kickboxing. It's great. Muay Thai is the national martial art of Thailand, and it is a beautiful and devastating full-contact combat sport. And But, you know, with that, it's very spiritual, and it's very um, humbling. It yes, you. it's always humbling when you get punched in the face. Yes. <laughs> Jack, do you have a good app for us? I'm going to keep my streak of having an app to talk about every week now for, I don't know, what are we at? Well, this, we don't know. Well, this is, yeah, I mean, it's been a lot. We're well in, we're well past the first season here of Tech Bytes. Um, so I, I do want to, I, I trash talked um, Uber at, on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. I said I'd never be using it again. I yes. was really upset about it. We were recently DJing in uh, South Beach, Miami, and I, I take it all back. Uber was great. I don't know how we would have survived without it. It's really cheap, too, in other cities, is the thing you realize. Um, there's like $4 to get anywhere you wanted to get wow. in South Beach with Uber. So you had a better, cheaper experience with the same thing just by leaving town? Yeah, basically. It's kind of like that with a lot of things in New York City, yeah, isn't it? Isn't that the truth? <laughs> um, and then the other app, recently I, I spent some time at home putting starred locations on my Google map for all the places I've been, because I've been traveling a lot recently, and I kind of want to get a snapshot of where I've been, all the places I've been, and I've just been kind of using Google Earth every now and then to pull that up and kind of just zoom out on the globe and see where all the stars are. It's cool. Nice. I'm like late to the game on Google Earth, but it's a fun app okay. to play around with. The Earth will be there for a while. Exactly. <laughs> Do you like that one better than the Facebook app where I've been or places I've been thing? I, I don't think I've ever used that. But Google Earth is really nice. I mean, you can zoom in on there and see the, the streets. It was crazy. Like, my dad was, we used to go to this place in Vermont with my dad when I was really young. And then he was like, oh, this is the street. And I was able to zoom in and see the front yard I was playing in as a kid. It's it's crazy. So That's awesome. It's also a little creepy, but kind of fun. Completely creepy. <laughs> now you don't have to leave your house to, like, ride your bike past someone's house. You can just hone in on Google Maps and check them out. Exactly. So my app today actually is kind of related a little bit to figuring out where you're going. I downloaded this app called Map My Walk and it does exactly what it says. When you get ready to take a walk, you open it up, you click record this walk and it will use your phone's GPS to follow where you're going. It'll put it on a map. It'll time it 
and it'll tell you how fast you went and how far you went. So what I've discovered recently is that many of the things that I do on a day-to-day basis are almost exactly one mile from my apartment. So instead of, you know, walking 10,000 steps or something like that, I've discovered that I walk like five, six, seven miles a day. Wow. Which is kind of cool. That's really good. That's yeah, it means good. I'm eating more pizza at Roberta's. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nico and Jack, we've brought Jack to the other side of the booth today because, as many of you know, Jack is a DJ in addition to being our engineer and the executive producer of Heritage Radio Network. He has been in music, making it, listening to it, doing it for most of his life. Forever, yeah. And we always talk about music. Um, We talk about music in his life. We talk about music um, with guests like Michael Madrigal, who was the social media psalm, which was a great episode because he is a secret vinyl head and secret DJ, which we're hoping not to make too secret on another episode. And we always start off the episode of Tech Bites with that amazing little techno song, which every single guest who's here, when that music comes on, everybody kind of bops their head around a little bit. And people even ask if the song's going to come back again after the break and at the end. And Nico is the gentleman responsible for creating that little ditty, which we just love. So it's my show and I can kind of do what I want to. So I decided to have all the Tech Bites DJs on to talk about their music and play some music for us. So how did the two of you hook up to create this, you know, music moment? Seven years ago? Something like we were trying to figure this out the other day. Um, I was a sophomore. Yeah. In, in college, I was a radio DJ for my college. I went to Hunter College. So I was the uh, president, but also just the DJ of Hunter. So I would do parties for whatever clubs that they had. I kind of made it my business to kind of hustle, but, you know, still learn my craft and uh, I found the radio station and I became part of that I would DJ there and then uh, friends of friends would book me for parties here in the Bronx and Brooklyn and I think that's how name name got around and Jack was fortunate enough to reach out to me and then everything else from there occurred you know he's a Knicks fan (laughs) (laughs) we were both wearing Reebok sneakers ties ties that are thicker than blood thicker thicker than DJing too absolutely and to give the like the the shortest possible version of the history of full service so as a collective there's there's about I don't know 10 of us maybe that we all kind of come together as full service Um, full service started with me and my best friend Nat who goes by Rectech who actually built this very studio we're sitting in not the the construction of it but the, the equipment here he kind of designed the, uh, the the radio station studio um, so he and I threw a basement house party that went really really well we did another one um, one thing led to another and I was in touch with somebody at Club Love which was this incredible spot on 8th and McDougal where we took that basement house party to a club and we had been calling it full service and it just kind of snowballed from there and the network grew our friend group grew met people like nico and uh all these years later we've gotten the chance to play bonnaroo three years in a row now on our own little stage and we've been fortunate enough to be booked some other wonderful places and uh in addition to djing most of us make music too um so we we sometimes put out compilations and little releases of original music is it more interesting for you to make music versus mixing pieces of existing music? For me, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit of both. Um, in, in, my, uh, in my production now, I kind of have a mindset on how 
am I going to play this and how is it going to interact with other songs? I use DJing as an honest opportunity for me to kind of express myself. I know that sounds very cliche, but I never learned how to play instruments, but I always understood music. I feel myself to be um, music illiterate, but I kind of, I know artist intention. I know how certain chords feel. I know how songs blend together. I, I do this in my head and I do it often. Uh, so I like to do that. So with regards to my production, I like to think of how it will interact with other songs. Um, so a lot of it's very stripped down. A lot of it's very uh, techy at the moment, really, actually. But um, I, I love DJing more because that's my first interaction with music. That was the first time I felt you know, hey, you know, I, I can manipulate music because I, I don't I don't see myself as a musician. But I mean, I, I produce. I um, I like to think it's good, but uh, I'm still learning so much. So I feel I'm a better DJ than a producer. So I like the DJ more. OK, well, you know, cliches are typically cliches because they're true. Yeah, <laughs> and we say them over and over again, and a lot of people believe the same thing. So I think it's fine to talk in cliches every yeah. now and again. Yeah. You talk about your um, the relationship and how you two met together and found points of attraction in life. How important is it when you're thinking about people to collaborate or set up a show with one DJ after the other? How important is that personal connection? personal feeling and then outside of that do you ever connect with people on a personal level but you really just don't dig their music and then what do you do or does that never happen it's a good question it's a very good question. um the the first part of that question i would say it matters a lot whether or not you're you like somebody and and can get along with them and tolerate them uh you can i mean there are both of us oh my can, God. can list plenty of people whose music we love i dj their music i think they're brilliant but i can't stand them and i mean so that means you don't want to be sleeping in a tent with them for four days at bonnaroo right yeah exactly um or yeah, I mean it's uh, you consider that when when you're booking shows and when you're traveling, you're like, yeah, they're great, but do I really want to like spend time with this person? Or, you know, are, are they coming at this with a team mentality, or is the ego coming first? And for me, I mean that's definitely a big consideration. But the second part of the question, people that you really like who, and their music isn't really up to par. Was I have that, that experience in the restaurant and the food world. Mm. Having been in and around restaurants and food media for many, many, many years, there are instances of people who I think are very skilled technicians who have been well-educated, who on a personal and business level are amazing and wonderful and generous. And I just think their food is icky mm. and I don't want to eat it. Or conversely... People can make beautiful food that you really love or that you think about, but maybe they're like douchey and you don't actually <laughs> want to give them your money by going to their restaurant. Yeah. So when someone is an artist that's creating a consumable item, whether it's music or food, and you're close up in the industry, I feel like those things matter in terms of where you're going to spend your time and your money and, and your effort. No, that's 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 really good that you say that because I'm starting to think of a conversation I had. Um, I was texting a friend about a week ago. Uh, I, I like to consider him a friend. Very good guy. Very good DJ. His name's Von Allure. Um hey, He was coming. He, out to Von Allure. Yeah, um, it's a very good um, DJ in the house and ballroom scene. 
in the gay community. But just in general, he's a very sweet person. So uh, we were texting. Um, he was coming to New York. I wanted to see one of his shows. And uh, he's going to send me some music. And I was going to send some music to him. And I was joking. I was like, oh, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of stripped down. I always undersell my stuff. Um, honestly, not to be like fishing for compliments, just because I'm, I'm very self-conscious about the stuff that I put out. So I was sending him a song. I'll, try, I'll actually play it today. Um, and I was like, oh, I hope you like it. I hope it doesn't suck too much. And he was like, yeah, no, it shouldn't. I'll give you pointers and stuff like that. And I was joking, and I said, uh, I was like, I heard, you know, you're a good friend because you'll tell me if it sucks. And he was like, no, it's not even about that. It's People grow, and we're all at different levels. So to answer your question, if you're dealing with good people with good intentions, I would like to give them the benefit of the doubt and hope that they will progress in what they're doing. And sometimes they'll progress by us being honest. So, like, if Jack had a booger on his face, you know, what's the friendship level? Will I, will I tell him that it's there, or will I just let it there, let it be there, and then be like, oh, you know? Well, <laughs> it, it de- the, the urgency depends on whether Jack is in the shipping container doing radio mm. or behind the deck at a swanky South Beach joint. That's true. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Absolutely. What's on his face right now kind of doesn't really matter. No, yeah, we are on radio. <laughs> I look great, though. That's true. <laughs> so that's why we have these two gentlemen here. We're going to take a quick break to find out who our amazing sponsors are. Ooh. And when we come back, they're going to show us their skills. And you know what? The song we're going to hear is actually an original of mine and Rectex um, as Knife Show. This is a remix that we just finished for an artist named The Landing. And this is kind of the first time this is being played. So Tech Bytes exclusive. Ooh, we love exclusive. Just like a change, just like a change, 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 change
Hey there. If you're wondering what the hell you clicked on, this is Tech Bytes on the Heritage Radio Network.org. Once a week, we talk about the intersection of food and technology. But this week, we have a little something special. We have Jack Inslee, DJ of Full Service Radio Party, who has stepped outside of his engineering booth to come in and play some music for us, along with one of his DJ co-conspirators, Uptown Nico, who is the mastermind behind the Tech Bytes theme song, which we love. <laughs> so we were just talking earlier in the first half of the show about Full Service, which is a collaborative of about 10 different DJs. And not only is that just unusual to do business with you know, a group of people like that in life, but being a DJ is typically a very solitary endeavor. It's one person in the booth with the music. And this is a group of DJs working together, which, I mean, I'm not an expert in the industry by any means. I spend most of my time on the other side with the listening, with the hands in the air. Is that usual to have a collection of DJs working together? Not really. And it's not like, you know, we don't play every gig all together. It's, it's like, it's nice because we can sort of trade off. So if, uh, say Naya right now is in Europe and touring around Europe, so she's not going to do a gig in Brooklyn and maybe Spliffington's in Jamaica, but Rectech's around and, and Cuyo is around and Nico's around. So we can kind of, we're interchangeable in a nice way. And it, th- that large collective kind of mentality, I think, was prompted by the Bonnaroo gig where we were tasked with playing, like, upwards of 40, 50 hours during the course of four days. Nonstop, right? Nonstop. So 40 or 50 hours of music, nonstop. Yeah, and you're not <laughs> going to do that with one or two people. So it was like we brought all the DJs who had been playing with us regularly and were like, let's go down as a, as a squad, you know? And, and I think it really worked out well. Um, and it's more fun, I think, to kind of to come at it like that. Because like you said, it's not just then about me, 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 and you know, one person's rise to the top. Are there any other DJ squads out there working it right now? Like labels, I'd say. Like, there are definitely collectives and labels. Um, but I don't know if there's anybody really like full service. Well, of not course like there's it, right? nobody really like full no. service. But different. And yeah. we're all different, too. I think a lot of labels and collectives kind of like decide on an aesthetic both visually and orally, and like they, they just go with a particular sound. So, so you'll know like a fade to mine or a night slugs producer is gonna be like generally one type of way. With full service, that's kind of like not the point. We're much more of an open format group. So again, a guy like Spliffington is a dance hall reggae genius. Library. He, he's a library. He's the professor. I mean, he knows everything there is to know about most genres of music. But he's not like a real club club guy. And then uh, some of us are real club club guys, and we can we can kind of like take on more gigs, I think, because of that. So if everybody has an independent style, what's the creative connective tissue then that holds you all together? I think it probably goes back to the personal thing you were saying. We all really Absolutely. enjoy each other as people right. and friends, so it like starts there, and that's the thread, I think. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like uh, friendship first, and then it works from there. Yep. So you haven't had a big fight with one of your full-service BFFs and had to ask somebody to leave the bus? Not yet. <laughs> Fingers um, crossed, knock wood. I mean, we've had crazy experiences. Had some, like, I've had laptops stolen at gigs. Oh, Lord. And then, you know, you see friendship because, like, Jack would go out of his way to try to help me in situations like that. You, 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 you find your friends in, like, low places, you know? 
So That's situations like that have occurred, but. Well, it'll be interesting for all of us to see how full service rolls into the future and who jumps on and off that party bus. And right now it's going to be really exciting for all of us to get a listen at what these gentlemen actually do when they go to work. First up on the, do I say first up on the, why don't you introduce him, Jack? Sure. So Uptown Nico and myself, and I'm really lame. I go by Jack Inslee when I DJ, but uh, when I DJ with Rec Tech as a kind of tag team thing, we're knife show. Anyway, right now, Nico and I are going to kind of go back to back and trade off a few songs at a time. I think he's going to play some originals. I don't know what I'm going to play yet, but this will be a nice little sampling of what, what you might experience at a, at a late night full service party. Get ready.
Well, that was one of the bestest, most funnest episodes of Tech Bites I think we've ever had. And the beautiful thing about this is Tech Bites is available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, which means if you want to listen to that over and over and over again, download and get it because you can. That was a nice mix-up between Jack and Nico. You kind of couldn't tell who was on and who was off. It, it had a really nice flow. That's good. That's important when you're working with someone, you know. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, there's, lots of fun. you can't see it, but there's lots and lots of smiles. Mm-hmm. And if this show gave you lots of smiles, you know, Heritage Radio Network is a member-supported radio, which means visit the website, click the big heart, give us some love, throw us, you know, I don't know, what you spent on a coffee today, and that'll help us make more shows, like Full Service Radio with Jack Inslee, and Gunwash with some yeah. of the rest of his crew, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a good Thursday night, and... Oh, yeah. More episodes of Tech Bites and other shows like it. I want to thank Jack and Nico for sharing some love today with their music. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. It's good. It's yeah, good thanks, to hang out. Thanks for inviting us. This is a lot of fun. And a special thanks to Nico for giving us that great song that oh. we all love. <laughs> now, Nico, what's the name of that song? Oh, the Nomada CPU track. So I made a song, and uh, I made I made a song like about three years ago, and. Um, the file was messed up so i was finally able to open it so i in a scramble for 20 seconds i was able to export this uh lead synth that i made and then from there i made the tech bytes introduction song that you're using so i just called it a nomada track because it it didn't matter i was like oh no matter no matter no matter and it's really perfect that's one of those mistakes bring the bestest Uh, things yeah yeah, it was a beautiful mistake and we're gonna listen to it one more time when liz takes us out this is jennifer legacy on tech bytes Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.